my God, I love that show. Oh 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 my God. I love that show. We both love the show. We love the show. We Hi, love... everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm Kieran, and I'm, this is Lachlan. I'm Lachlan. And we're the Flaming Cocklins. Flaming Cocklins. And this week... This week... We're talking on... about... Oh, we're talking about... Oh, oh, my God, I love that show. Oh my, oh, my God, I love that show. We're talking about... Wicked. Wicked. That's right. It the was requested world... by you. It was, and it's one of the world's most popular musicals. That's right. Beautiful rock score. Mm-hmm. Of course, written by... Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, with the moves like Jagger, and it's set as the prequel to um, the Wizard of Iz comic books. That's street, right. In the, in the newspaper. That's right. Sunday now, paper. We'll give you a brief bio sort of rundown of this show, as uh-huh. is our way. Um, everybody knows, of course, you're listening to us because you're a fan of musical theatre. Wicked is the biographical musical about Tony Hawk. That's right. Tony- uh, it's about his life. Growing up in the main streets of... Uh, Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. But the thing is, Mick Jagger could not get the life rights of Tony Hawk. No, because he's still alive. And he's got a lot of uh, got a lot of secrets that he doesn't want revealed in song form. No, he's like the Eugene O'Neill of the skate world. Yeah. So what Mick had to do, very cleverly, is set it somewhere else. So while Tony Hawk <laughs> grew up in Tampa, Florida... Actually, our story of Wicked takes place in London. In jolly old London. In town. London town. And, uh... Where... Where... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's quite phenomenal, really, mm. uh, as a show. So, we're going to start off where the musical does, at the top of a halfpipe. That's right, yeah. It's not just any halfpipe, is it, Kieran? No, it's not. Well, it's bathed in full moon, and it's on top of London Tower. That's right. London Tower has a halfpipe. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, it's where they caught Guy Fawkes and right. his band of merry men when they were... Uh, Trying to make a sick exit. The Sheriff of Nottingham at that time. Yeah, that's right. Because Winston Churchill was there. Yeah. it's like, I do not approve. And he, yeah. he had a cigarette, and then he told Parker to take pictures of... Take pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, because, you know, he doesn't want to beat Hitler. He wants Spider-Man, damn it. That's right. Yeah. Because Winston Churchill, he gets results. That's right. That's why That's why sometimes you let him break the rules, because he gets results, He's man. a renegade. He's a renegade, but he's also... He's also he gets what he, he gets what he needs to get. Exactly. But and we're not here to talk about Winston Churchill. We're no. here to talk about Wicked. Wicked. And Wicked's main character, cleverly, because it can't be Tony Hawk... Is actually named Noni Hazelhurst. Noni Hazelhurst. No, that was. <laughs> it's Noni Hazelhurst. No, she played Tony. She Hawk. played Tony Hawk because she, Mick she Jagger's progressive and he gender swapped it. Yeah. Um... So Tony Hawk was actually renamed Noni Forks. Noni Forks. Noni Forks. Noni... And Noni Forks is a little boy on the streets of London. He's he's just come out of elementary school That's and right. he's standing on the top of his half pipe. With his deck, and he's looking down in the his full deck, moon. We should specify we the skateboard deck. Him. Yeah, the deck. And he's looking his down. Deck's out. Into he's got his the, deck out. Into the half Looking at the half pipe, and he starts. We start moonlight. with a beautiful, beautiful reflective song mm-hmm. about how we got to this moment, and we don't even know what this moment is yet. All we get 
is Tony Hawk or Noni Fawkes yeah. singing about how she got to this point. Kieran, do you want to remind us how that song goes? I will in a moment, but before we do that, I'd just like to throw uh, um, out to our fans. Yep. Uh, so um, thank you, uh, um, Jacket from the TV shop. Thank you for lending us your laptop. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Jacket. Thanks, Jacket. Top, top work, Jacket. Okay, so, so this song, this song, the reflective How Did I Get Here song. How Did I Get Here? Sung by Noni Forks. Yeah. On top of the half pipe in the moonlight. <laughs> and of course, we, we it's really well written because, you know, it's one of those situations where they bring you in and the action's already begun yeah. rather than starting at the beginning. So you're so actually you're, halfway through a song. Yeah. You're actually about two thirds of the way through a chord progression. Uh-huh. And, and how does that chord progression go, Lachlan? bam, bam, bam. Got my skateboard. Gonna slide on the concrete. I'm gonna do a half pipe. I'm gonna flip an Oliver. I'm gonna land it all right. I'm gonna jump to the moon. I'm gonna play in the stars. I'm gonna grind my wheels against all the concrete up there in Mars. Ooh, I'm a Fox boy. I'm gonna be the number one skateboarder. I just finished my school and I've been practicing out here. Cause it rules to be a little skate boy. And then lightning crashes from the clear skies, hits the half pipe, which is, as we've said, fully metallic. Yep. Sending a shock through Noni Forks. She takes off into the air and lands at the bottom of the half pipe. But by the time she's landed, we're 10 years in the past. Mm, she's been thrown backwards in time. I I couldn't tell at the first if it was a dramatic technique to show that we're going to see how she got to that point, or if she actually had had some DeLorean-like time travel element. Mm. That remained to be seen. All we knew is that everyone was suddenly dressed like they were in the 70s. Instead of in the 80s. That's right. Which is very different. It's very different culturally. It's a different sexual time. Yeah. Different musically. The 60s had just happened and people weren't used to it yet. The sexual revolution was in full swing. Alan, Alan Ginsberg was still alive. The Bee Gees had left Sydney and were growing up in London. The Beatles were only just broken up. Kiss was starting to get together gradually. It was an amazing time to be around. It was. Steve Jobs had a mop haircut. That, and he was building computers out like, of batteries. He looked like a young Ashton Kutcher. He did, actually. It was a very good portrayal. And so, there we are in the 70s. And of course, Noni Forks looks up and sees chest hair and a gold medallion. Because who's come to see her? If it's not uh, the king himself... Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow comes down and he scoops Noni Forks up and he says, Hey, I've just come over from America and I'm checking out London Tower and I didn't know that there was a uh, half pipe up here. Well, how did you get up here, small lost child? And, and Noni Forks replied in a thick Cockney accent, 
<laughs> well, sir, I just fell down here. I think lightning done struck me from the from the top of the half pipe down here. But the thing is, the lightning happened ten years from now. And he'd obviously worked it all out. Because Barry Manilow is a nuclear physicist and he's also an amazing expert on uh, the space-time continuum. Absolutely. The man has a brilliant intellect. Mm. Uh, and actually, they got Barry Manilow himself not only to play this role, but also to write his own songs. Did they? Actually, his introduction song, if you remember, Kieran, was along the same sort of lines as uh, Mandy or Can't Smile Without You, that kind of really schmaltzy, sentimental Barry Manilow sort of song. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember those ones, Kieran? Not at all, but... This one, was, uh, this one was called Oh Noni. Do you remember it? Uh, it's a classic. I, I don't remember it. So it's like... Dun, 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 I'm dun, beginning to remember it. At the top of a hat. And of course, Barry Manilow is wearing a a floral shirt, and he's got his tucked into his white jeans, mm. and he looks beautiful. And he he and Noni sit down, and they look at the sky, and they go, "Wow, Miss, wow, Mister Manilow, do you really think, do you think there's magic up there?" And Barry Manilow says, "I don't believe in magic. I just believe in the moment. Do you know about the moment, Noni?" And that's when Noni reaches over and touches Barry. Softly on the chest. On the chest, her fingers running through his supple chest hair. Mm. And and she strokes his medallion. She strokes his medallion and, and... But as her fingers make contact with the medallion, she feels a sharp burning. And we know that because she says, Ah, oh, your medallion burned my fingers. And, and Barry's eyes start glowing. Because little did anyone know, the medallion was actually the key to Barry Manilow's power. That's right, so it was very hot. And the embodiment of Satan itself. Ah, yes, because it's a little known fact, but Barry Manilow actually captured Satan in the late 60s, and, and so by this stage he had completely contained him within the medallion. Mm, but touching the medallion for five seconds would free him, so thankfully Noni just touched it briefly. And briefly. Burned her, burned her fingers enough to get her away, like mm. a small child with the stove. But a small amount of the demonic energy had leaked out. And we saw this because they, there was a big um, black smoke screen that kind of jetted yeah, out from Barry's medallion. Black smoke, like they hadn't worked out who the Pope is yet. And like it, hit, just... it hit extras in the chorus. That's right. And people were coughing and gasping. Coughing and, and wheezing. And, and then, then we heard this booming, booming bass tone sort of rap over this coughing <sighs> chorus that sounded yeah, like yeah. beatbox. And like, <coughs> Because, <coughs> because part of Satan had embodied these people. And it's England as well. Got the 
devil in me He's come inside He's jumped in my soul And he's taken me for a ride Devil's coming out of Barry Manilow Everybody Gonna get low Let's dance the devil dance Dance the devil dance We're gonna dance like the devil came out of Barry We are so funny It's Larry Larry David Don't got a thing we're number one, yeah, this is the kingdom. United Kingdom. That was the name of that song. That's right, the United Kingdom, because he wants to unite the kingdom under the under powers the of Satan. Powers of Satan. Make, they even made a little devil flag come from the back of the stage, a little Satan flag. Mm. Come and it out just of, had little horns. Come out of the, the like roof. Yeah. Into the, and so the next scene is the, is England run and all the under the control of, of the devil under the devil but not the whole devil just, just the, his just influence 10% of the devil except for Noni Forks and Barry Noni Manilow Forks and Barry Manilow who are now on a quest to recapture Satan of course and the only way that they can do that is because they're in the UK is to find the mythical sword Excalibur that's right which um if you're fortunately thanks to you know the powers of dramatic license mm. Mick Jagger was able to put into the plot almost immediately yeah. as the prize of a skateboarding competition. That's right, because a little-known uh, fact of Arthurian legend is that upon uh, Arthur's death and the, the, store, the sword being um, thrown back into the lake, uh, that the lady of the lake then um, hocked it to a skateboarding uh, confederacy because she uh, couldn't afford rent on her lake anymore. There's actually a Disney movie about it called The Sword and the Stoner. That's right. And so this skateboarding legend had uh, had put this Excalibur, mm. which he'd been using to win all these international skateboarding titles, on the line to anyone who could take this uh, championship away from yeah. him. And the competition, get this, is called Excadela. 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 We didn't say it was clever, we just no. said it was there. It was just in Excadela. there. And it's a it's a brilliant... Uh, competition, the world's best skaters, best skaters come in the together. whole world are there in the seventies. That That's is. right, seventies. You've got you've got Stan Johnson. Mm-hmm. You got Bill Freeman. You, you got, got you got Clint Wavefinger. That's right. You've even got um, Joe King. Joe King. And Joe King Lawson. Joe King Lawson. You got Steve Miller. You got Murphy McThompson. You got Wingard Fillmore. You got Michael Jackson. You got Murphy no, no Murphy Jenkins. You got Little Boy D'Souza. You got you got Tommy Two Hands McKenzie. You got Big Boy Ruffalo. You got the creme de la creme of the international skateboarding world, and they're all they're all ready to compete because they all want. Piper. They all want to yeah, Giuseppe Piper particularly. He's going to be the arch nemesis coming up. He's like yeah. a mini boss, mm. and they're all competing to get Excalibur. That's right. They all want the sword in in the stone. Yeah. In the skateboard. Yeah, the, the sword of stoner. Stone. Yeah. Which is currently held by international skateboarding champion, who we soon find out's name is Dan. Just Dan. Just no Dan. surname. He doesn't need a surname. He's yeah. got Excalibur. And Dan's a bit, you know, he's he's uh, he's. He's done. a valley boy. Yeah. He's, he's a valley boy. He's a valley boy. He's from Cali. Yeah. He's uh, a, bit of a bit of a stoner. Mm, he's good at sports. Uh, Dude, I'm so ready. Yeah. Anyone who can beat me in this tournament 
can totally get my Excalibur. You can have my Excalibur if you can beat me, and then I can retire and become a surfer. And then the the skateboarding competition committee's like, would you like to give us Excalibur for safekeeping? And he says, I don't know, don't remember where I put it. I don't know where Which it is. is only half true, because he knows, he doesn't want to give them Excalibur, but also no. he can't remember where he put it. No, and the spoiler is, spoiler alert, he's skating on it. Excalibur's the blade on the board. It's the blade inside the board that makes the boards hot. Not everyone knows this if you don't into skateboarding hearts. like we are. That's but right. If you you your skateboard is always made, it has a sword in it because the sword holds the souls of all of its all of the defeated of all the defeated pipes. Because skateboard actually comes from the Latin word for sword, mm. which was scabbard. Which is where you keep your sword. Uh, yeah. And now they've changed Scabbing. that into skateboard. Skateboard. Which is, it's brilliant, mm. really. It's quite clever of Mick Jagger. Yeah. So It's like some J.K. Rowling stuff, you know? Yeah, it's a little bit of deus ex machina. Incendio. Yeah. It means fire. Accrucio. It means pain. Mm. So, uh, Avada Kedavra. Abracadabra. Oh, careful who you say there. But also... For corpses. It's corpses, surprised there's a co- Like that time yeah. you had a magic show, Kieran. Yeah, that's well. Yeah. Sort of lady in half did Ooh, not go well. Boy. Good thing I did all them sciences, otherwise I wouldn't have known how to put a duodenum back to Rhenus, yeah. which See, is not how you're supposed to do it, but what I did anyway. To fill you in on what happened, ladies and gentlemen, basically Kieran said that read that you could read, you could sort a lady in half, and he didn't bother reading how the trick's done. He figured he'd just kind of work it out on the fly. Turns out it's two small ladies. Yeah, Kieran used one regular-sized lady. One regular-sized lady and a really sharp piece of paper. And then he had to... The second half of the trick he did with two halves of a regular-sized lady. Mm, which is hard when when it's your mum. And you, yeah. And now you got to explain that to your family yeah, you why you go sliced home. your own mum in half, didn't yeah. we? Didn't we go there again? We did. Somehow we fell into that. <laughs> so, Noni Forks and Barry Manilow see this poster... It <laughs> says, Excapula. Excapula. Prize is Excalibur. Come and beat Dan. Come and beat Dan. And and they get Giuseppe to the sign-up, and Giuseppe Piper's already there. Piper being like a half-pipe. That's yeah. how you know that he's the true He's skater. also half-Irish, half... He's half-Scottish, half-Italian. That's right. Giuseppe Piper. <laughs> Giuseppe Piper. Um, I'll leave the <laughs> accent for Giuseppe Piper to Kieran, because Kieran is our resident accent expert. We, uh, we spit folks, you're here for the skateboarding competition. You can't beat... You can't beat me, because I'm number one in this whole damn city of London. And then, no, he's obviously outraged by this and she said i'm sick of you telling me that i can't be the skateboarding champion just because i'm a woman this i'm from the 1980s and we can achieve anything love is a battlefield hit me with your best shot because mick jagger of course had his love affair with pat benatar so he wrote most of noni forks's lines as pat benatar lyrics Mm. as kind of hoping that she would one day play them but she's not known for her ability to remember dialogue. So he thought, how hard could it be if the dialogue is all stuff she's written anyway? Obviously, never worked. Well, it hasn't until this day worked out. That's right. Pat Benatar is not talking to Mick Jagger at the moment. They're going through some serious plagiarism and copyright issues about this show, actually. Yeah. It kind of went the other way on this one. Apparently, bringing this sort of stuff up is um, not, is not okay. No. Anyway. So... We see this montage played out in real time mm-hmm. 
of just noni forks basically going up and down a half pipe and every time she gets to one half the top of one half of, of the pipe she does a trick she does a trick mm. and on the other half the competition the competing skateboarder drops out and is replaced by a different skateboarder to show yeah. her ascending the ladder so very quickly gone through we've um, gone we've gone little through boy the, we've gone, gone through tommy two hands mckenzie yeah um, murphy jenkins murphy jenkins uh scotty J. Philbit McGillicuddy. Yeah, so they're all they're all they're dropping all falling like flies. by the wayside, and um, and the skateboard sounds are, are making uh. I believe you can do it. I believe you can do it. Rolling on the glory of the future. I believe you can do it. I believe we can do it. Rolling to the glory of the day. You gotta work hard. You gotta make your dreams come true. You gotta work hard. And someday you'll get through. I believe we can do it. And it's this beautiful 80s montage that Mick Jagger had written. It was like a Rocky movie, really. Yeah. And then um, we get to the end. She lands finally. She's knocked out most of the competition. And Barry Manilow rushes over and he says... He's got a towel for her. He's got a towel for her. Mopping the sweat yeah. from all over her. She's just drenched in sweat. Just, all, just dabbing. All of her whole body with just this dabbing. towel. With this really large, luscious a, looking towel. It's a beach. Towel. It's a bath sheet. Bath sheet, yes. And he's just tapping her gently. And the and hair's in two two tails sticking out from under her, her head her, her, uh, helmet. And he says, Noni, you did great. But your next opponent isn't going to be so easy. It's Giuseppe Piper. Asri es mi. The Italian Scottish skating champion. Buongiorno. This is the end of your life. Arrivederci. <laughs> and so that's leading us up to this Act 1 finale, which mm. is the Giuseppe Piper versus Noni, Haw- Noni Forks in a skateboard duel. Each of them gets given a lance. Duel of the skateboards. Yeah, because it's, it's in Britain. It's Britain. And so they decide to do the Great British Skate Off. Yeah, with lances. Yeah. And so each of them's got a lance. And this the winner gets to face Dan. Dan, who's been watching this from this smoky umpire's chair from tennis courts. It's like a, He yeah, doesn't know like how he got up court, there. Right? He's eating Doritos. Mm, he He's has... been listening to the doors for about a decade too long. Mm, and like, there's the little... A little, a little boy polishing the wheels on his board. Yep, but not being allowed to touch the board itself, just no, the wheels. Just the wheels. Because obviously if he touches the board, he'll become... It's got a little train hat on. Yeah, a little choo-choo hat. Yeah. And so we've got Giuseppe Piper on one side. Yeah. We've got Noni Forks on the other. Mm-hmm. Lancers tilted in this chaotic sort of quest. Oh, it reminds me of that Heath Ledger movie. Which one? The one about the knights. Oh, Brokeback Mountain? No, um, the second Batman movie. The second Batman movie. Dark Knight. The Dark Knights. Yeah. The Duck Knights. Duck Tales. Duck Tales. Mighty Ducks. The never-ending story? Uh, the story that keeps going. Yeah. That one. That's my favourite. Mm. The, 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 the Imaginarium the... of Dr. Panassas. <laughs> that, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4. Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Fast and Furious 8. Fate of the Furious 10. Ooh, uh, bingo. On a side thing, yeah. Fast and the Furious, if you look at those films as a sequence, and mm. I've never watched one of them, 
Like, no, I haven't watched I've any watched of a them. few of them in sequence, actually. But if you look at them from where they started to where they are now, mm. from what I can tell from trailers, yes. first one was a cop trying to break up a drag racing ring. Yeah, yeah. It was uber realistic as well. Like yeah. all the fights were like really clumsy and, now, and street fighting. The and... Rock and Vin Diesel are using cars to blow up lasers and save the world. Well, one of them like, they that's... drive cars around the sides of buildings. Like cars are, aren't affected by gravity because they're going fast enough to break Earth's escape velocity, which isn't quite but how like, cars work. For a league of what started off as backstreet criminals, yeah, they've all of a sudden they're saving the world, and the Rock's making ludicrous laugh. A lot mm. Mm. by improvising lines and stuff. And when before has that happened? The good guys, the bad guys became the good guys. Yeah, I don't want anti heroes. I want no. heroes, you know? We just want to. I'm not anti anything. I, don't, easy... I feel uncomfortable when people are anti things. Yeah. Anyway, I'm anti anti heroes. Anti anti heroes. Um, but we're there. Anti heroes. It's an anti. And we're almost up to the act one finale. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> we're What's... sitting there. And uh, Noni Forks tilts first. Yes. So she gets a head start. But this is the end, right? Yeah, okay. End of Act 1. Yes. And Giuseppe Piper flies down from the other side toward her. Yeah. And their lances clash, and just as they make contact... Blackout. Blackout. Extremely dangerous time to do it, but it seems that most of the musicals that we review have yeah. extremely dangerous lighting. They um, have most of the musicals we review are pretty dangerous and unstable. Live electricity in a fish tank, like stuff like that. Yeah, things like that. In weird singularities where entire universes are absorbed into themselves. Mm. But this one sets uh, built on clocks that are actually ticking. Yeah, but this one, this one's just pretty standard. Inside the gullet of a toad. Blackout. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. What did you do in interval for this show, Karen? In interval, well, I went and got a, a hamburger and a um, my aunt and I just ate it. I, yeah, it, yeah, it was a it? chicken burger actually. It was a Mexican were you allowed to eat, Were you allowed to eat a burger in the theater? Wasn't allowed to eat it in the theater. How did you get it in there? Well, I put it under my arm, didn't I? <laughs> did you have to put it under your arm for an extended amount of time? I did because we got in a conversation with a lovely couple from Western Australia. One was from Geraldton, one was from Perth. That's right, and and, uh, and Karen she was stuck still there. dating someone else, and and he was single, He's, but they were making it work. He was trying to make it through the. Trying to get through there. Yeah. Try, he was trying to keep one past the dolly. And she couldn't eat cheese, which was great because there was a cheese board yeah, between... Yeah, and that's how Kieran and I ended up getting to speaking with them. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the blue. And I will lead anything other than the blue. That's right. So we, we're a good team. Including the board. Especially the board. And the two you knives. Now that theatre a lot of boards. They really ought to have had three knives with that board because it was... There were three wheels of a cheese. You don't want camembert, a blue, and a cheddar. Plus a pile of apricots. And a pile of apricots. And they had two knives... And I mean, you okay, yeah, them. maybe like two soft cheeses, but then you mix the camembert with the blue, or do you mix yes. the camembert with the cheddar? Either way, the camembert is going to get on something you don't want it yeah, on because you... it's camembert. And that's camembertable. It is. It's more than I can bear. Ah. Uh... Mm. Anyway, we go back in. Kieran's eating his <laughs> armpit sandwich. That was, those are some good puns, but I've heard cheddar. Ah. Uh... E damn, that was bad. <laughs> oh, that's a little gouda. <laughs> Okay, so we go in, the curtain rises on Act 2, and who's crumpled in the dust? Giuseppe Piper. Parmesan's his lance. (laughs) I'm putting a ban on those now. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. I have to save you from yourself. Okay, so Giuseppe Piper has fallen. Somehow, Noni Forks has emerged victorious from this semi-final. 
That's right. And what's actually happened is we find out um, through a ser- the next song, which is um, delivered by a series of newsboys shouting out the, uh, the headlines of um, newspapers that they're selling, different competitive mm, different. headlines, yeah. is that um, Giuseppe's actually been on 1970s blood doping and he's been caught because his heart's exploded. Yeah. He's because the in Lance the 70s, Arm- they hadn't figured that out yet. He's the Lance Armstrong of 1970s skateboarding competitions, mm. except instead of losing a nut, he his heart exploded. So, yeah, let's perform this one together, yeah. actually, because okay. so I really like this yeah. song. Um, it was a really upbeat... Um, so how do we do it? So how about well you do one you I'll do one headline the and then I'll do you a headline, cover the and, you do a headline right? and then we'll do the headlines yeah. back to back. I'll cover the Scottish headlines. You cover the Italian headlines. All right, but yeah, I mean right. it was in England, but yeah, yeah okay. But, but they were reporting from his hometown, home countries as well. Of course, yeah. So like extra, extra, read all about it. Pipers falling everywhere. Buongiorno, buongiorno, Nietzsche Minamina, Amazana Romano, Giuseppe Babadeda, Skateboarder caught blood doping again. <laughs> and yeah, it carries on in that fashion. <laughs> yeah, I love making you do accents. So, I can't know any Italian. It's fine, I do, but that's fine, I gave you the hard one. So, we've got this, uh, we've got this thing, and the the half pipe kind of rises up, but except for this six foot by two foot square like rectangle in it, mm. which is where Giuseppe Piper's body is, and we realise we're around a tombstone, we're around a grave, mm. and they're burying him, and you know they're burying because over the back of the half pipe comes this full Scottish piping band. Reminds me of a joke actually. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with a dead chemist? You bury him. Anyway, continue. Uh... So we've got this traditional Scottish funeral dirge. Uh-huh. We're talking 76 bagpipes. Uh, Bagpipes only know that song. Mm, it is. I, I don't think they designed the bagpipe in any other song in mind. They only ever play with Bonnie Lassie. It's like how um, Greensleeves, uh, you, the electric um, uh, harpsichord is the only instrument that, that plays Greensleeves. Yeah, because that's how Henry the Henry VIII uh, composed it on an electric harpsichord. Well, he had his wives, the ones that were still alive, peddling yeah. to produce the electricity. The ones he divorced rather than just killing. Yeah, we yeah. used to make use He's of a modern them, progressive man. He knew he needed a band. And that's why faith is important. Yeah. You gotta sometimes the church does you make your own. Yeah. So Giuseppe Piper is dead. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh Noni Forks is uh she's standing looking at this grave and all the other mourners have left except her and Barry Manilow. Mm. And there's this cloud of smoke. Coming up behind her. Of course, because, yeah, that's and, what's happening in this world. And here comes Dan. That cloud of smoke tends All to follow right. Dan the Stoner River. So it looks like you're you're the number one, number two. I'm the number one. Let's duel. It's time to do it. I'm not going to fight you just now, Dan, because I've got to get better, because I know you've got a secret weapon. I know where you keep Excalibur. Oh, what? I don't even know where I keep Excalibur. (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. Where is it? And Barry Manilow steps forward and he goes, 
You listen to me. You're not going to beat this Satan. I'm going to get you. What? I'm going to get you, and I'm going to get you back into this chain. And Dan is really confused by because this. Because he's, he's got nothing to do with the second plot line. nothing to do with the second plot he's line. In a different, he's in a different time so He's just standing there with his hands out, like the, the emoticon girl, who's yeah. like, what? what? That's that him. He's like, what? He's like Bill Clinton in the in the 2010s. Who was like, hey, I didn't do nothing to nobody. And so he's just <laughs> I'm like, just a friendly old man. <laughs> so he's like, he's confused and he's like, dude, whatever, and disappears in a puff of his own smoke. <coughs> and then, um, oh Barry, <coughs> when he evaporated himself, I breathed in that right ghastly fumes and Barry's terrified because he knows what this means he knows that this means mm. Satan is entering Noni Fork's so body now there's a time limit there dun, is a time dun, dun, there's dun, a dun. ticking clock there's a yeah manifested and... by an actual clock that appears on the top of the stage but it's one of not not an analog clock thanks it's digital it's yeah. digital so it's like the clock from 24 because they actually boop, invented boop. Poorly, I've got Satan in my tummy, he's in my lungs, he's in my body. Oh, I feel so poorly, I don't feel very well. I think I might be sick if I can't get rid of this situation. You got the devil in your body, we're gonna learn to get him out. We've only got a matter of time left to defeat Dan. We can't be Dan, we can't get the sword, we can't put Satan back in this crystal, crystal orb. Oh, I feel so poorly, I'm gonna win the competition, yeah. And then when he beats the competition, he's gonna beat the competition before we run out of time. That's right, so now we fast forward to the actual event. Yes. And Noni Fawkes has faded fast. Mm. She is a shadow of her former self. She's um, a broomstick has been empowered into the board that she's duct taped herself to, so she can't. So she's like upright. That's right. And she's she's just doing her best, scarecrowing on this board. Mm. And Barry Manilow has attached this remote control car sort of apparatus to the bottom of the board. So they're absolutely cheating. They're absolutely also the 70s. cheating. But is it really cheating if you're trying to defeat the Satan? No, well, Dan's not the Satan, but Dan's they are. Dan's not Satan, but they're trying to defeat. They have to beat Satan Dan to get Excalibur yeah. to this, beat Satan. This is really is, high stakes, and it's lots of bad It's guys. not a simple plot. No. Um, and so. And so, uh, starts Barry Dan's Manilow's... first song, which is the 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 I uh, no one can beat me song, which is a rock song. It's, a... it's very Guns and Roses in that riff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you think you're gonna beat me? Well, you think you're gonna beat me? Well, you think you're gonna beat me? Look up, I'm gonna make you one bad boy. I'm gonna beat you. I'm down. I'm gonna beat you. I'm the skateboard champion. I'm down the champ. I'm down the champ. I'm down. I'm gonna beat you. I'm a skateboard man. I got a of somewhere. It's a good song. It's really upbeat. Oh, I got my blood pumping. Mm. And so. They, they're at the top, and mm-hmm. Barry Manilow has lifted Noni Forks onto the top of the half pipe. Yeah. And Dan's standing up there, Smokey Haze, yeah. slash top hat, 
Yeah, and he's he's got a shirt on that says that says cool. And that's how you know he's cool. You know he's the cool guy. Cool kids wear labels. Yeah. Um. And so and they both prepare their boards while Barry helps. No. And you hear this. And they go and they're skating and they're skating and they're going back and forth and it's really fast and. I'm a little boy and I'm going to win the competition today. I'm going to make it my best shot. No way is that little kid gonna beat me. I'm the number one skateboarder in the world. If I don't beat him, then I'm never gonna win. There's nothing gonna stop me from beating him. If I don't stop him, then the devil's gonna stay inside me. Righteous, bro. I'm Barry Manilow, and I really gotta steer this girl's skateboard. I'm having a moral crisis because I'm cheating in a skateboard competition, but I've really got to stop this skateboard now. And he spears the controls. That's right. It does a flip. It does a sick flip. It does a sick flip. And that is the invention of the Oliver. The Oliver, which is now one of skateboard's staples. That's right. Every every child who has a skateboard and does the Oliver. Does an Oliver, which is, um, if you didn't know, what Ollie is short for. Yeah, it's Oliver. Uh, just like how, you know... Seb is short for Sebastian. Yeah, or Kevin's short for Kevin Etherian. Mm. Um, 360 is short for 360. Five degrees degrees burning down the house. That's right. And so um, we've got this flip, this Oliver, Mm -hmm. which comes out. And then Dan goes, well, dude, I'm going to have to do that to Peter. Yeah. To show that anyone can do this. But what he doesn't realise... Is that the only reason Noni Forks didn't fall off the skateboard is because she's duct taped to the broom. To the broom. So Dan goes for the Oliver, comes out from under him, he goes crashing to the floor. That's right. Rolls limply and flaccidly down the half pipe. And everyone's screaming because they love Dan. He's actually a really nice guy. He gives a lot of his money to charity. He, almost all of it. Almost entirely. He's he next to nothing. He's already in the house. He paid off his mum's mortgage and the his dad's because they're divorced. Paying for the upkeep on his van. Yeah, he doesn't. He he doesn't waste. He recycles everything. He this is the seventies. He wears hemp. He makes his own food from things he grows in other people's gardens. And we're watching the skateboard mm. as it falls and it hits the edge of the half pipe and shatters. And the wood shatters. And what flies bouncing off it? I Excalibur. Don't oh, yeah, of course. Excalibur. And it flies out and it lands in the hand of the now prone Noni Forks. Mm. And as the sword glows in her hand... It's too bad it didn't impale the stone because then it could have gone back to Arthurian sort of like legacy. But, well, yeah, but she but needs, she catches it, she it, needs it to save Satan. To fight yeah. Satan. And so she starts to glow. <laughs> and all of her health issues start disappearing and smoke starts coming out of her ears. That's right. Because this is when Barry realises the truth. And he says, Noni, Satan has been within you all along. Oh, God. That's... And Noni looks at Excalibur. She looks at Barry and she says, It's okay, Mr. Manilow. I know what I have to do. Uh-huh. I'm calm. I'm at peace with this decision. And she takes Excalibur. Yeah. She tilts her head back. 
and she starts to insert Excalibur... Like a sword eater. ...into her throat. Down her gullet. And then... From her throat comes this billowing black smoke and this this noise that's horrible and haunting mm. as her entire torso rends itself open and blinding white light <laughs> shines out of it into the audience. From black smoke. Black smoke. Is and this the, the devil song? This is the devil's this is the devil song. song. The oh, devil song, the song of the devil. This is the heavy metal devil song. It is. It? it is the heavy metal devil song. Oh, the heavy metal devil song. It's me. I bet you didn't think you would see me again. Yeah. Now I'm free. This little boy girl just wrenched me from her Nobody's gonna stop me because I'm the devil. I'm the devil. And Satan rises from this girl's body and Noni Forks falls limply to the floor. Mm. And we watch Satan ascend for his second charge at the heavens. That's right. He's Lord, he's Lucifer again, the firstborn. The, the, the morning star. And as Satan's light disappears from the stage, Barry runs to the unconscious Noni and he cradles her in his arms and he looks up and we know what he's thinking. He's thinking, oh God, this skateboarding competition has unleashed... The actual devil. Unleashed the devil. Mm. So he, I think... And Dan, he runs over to Dan who's lying there limply and Dan coughs and he says, dude, what's happened? And Barry says, Dan, I'm sorry. We needed your skateboard to free Excalibur to defeat Satan. But in swallowing Excalibur, Noni released Satan, who's now begun his second charge of heaven. Mm. And I don't know where to go from here. Uh, the world is doomed. So they... and, and Dan coughs twice. <coughs> Wicked. Wicked. Title of show. Yeah, that's it. End of show. End of show. That's how it ends. Well, well, almost the end. Of almost show. the end of the show because then there is a, a an epilogue uh, in which Barry carries the unconscious um, no no Noni Forks Noni Forks uh, to a scientist who lives in a castle in Transylvania who um, has a, a cryogenics lab. That's right. And they they suspend the body until the technology exists to bring Noni back from the dead, which happens to exist in the eighties almost exactly at the same moment as Noni was initially struck by lightning, thus putting the world back into its rightful order. That's right. So this this scientist takes Noni up onto the top of London Tower. Yeah. Onto this large half pipe looking metallic Ten years structure. later, back in Ten the Ten years 80s. later, when he's got the technology. Mm. And lit only by the moon. He looks up. 
and a lightning bolt from the heavens strikes the halfpipe, sends him flying, and Noni wakes up. Exactly the moment that she was struck by lightning. Sings the How Did I Get Here song. Mm. How did I get here? I'm a little boy on a halfpipe on the top of a tower. How did I get here? I don't know. I'm just a little boy or a girl. I can't remember. I've been struck by lightning and I think something peculiar might have happened. I think I might have been the best skateboarder in the world for a, a period of time and then I unleashed the devil. But I don't know because I'm just a little child. I'm on top of this halfpipe. It's very confusing. But I guess I'm going to dedicate my life to skateboarding. And from the shadows emerges a bearded, Hawaiian shirt-wearing Barry Manilow. He opens his arms and he says, Come here, kid. It's going to be all right. And they hug, which is really weird because Noni, in the present time, wouldn't necessarily understand the relationship yeah. with the seeming amnesia that comes from being dead for 10 years and then reviving. Yeah, lightning. being thrown back in time, constantly looping in your own life cycle, yeah. diluting your time stream as you go, the more and more you do it. Mm. Is this even the same original universe as the one that she left? Because if it was, how come she wasn't there? But if it wasn't, then she wouldn't have been there because she was in the 70s and she was dead. So uh, it, This show really like... just leaves you with a lot more questions than it gives you answers. Yeah, so how was, I guess... Anyway. How did they get Barry Manilow to sign off on this? Yeah, and why was Noni Hazelhurst involved? Because Pat Benatar was booked. That's Remember? right. That's, that's right. right. We covered that. Yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that was Wicked. That was Wicked. Kieran, what do you think about this show? I have no idea what I think about anything anymore. Yeah. I've just put a butter menthol in my mouth, and You're I think... You're just going to enjoy that for a moment. Just uh, live in the moment. Yeah. Live in the Vida Loca. Which I think says a lot about the show that we just it watched. It does. It's about embracing today. Hmm. No matter what life gives you... Put a butter menthol in your mouth. Just eat a little bit of butter. What did you think of the show? I think it was a thoroughly confusing plot. I think... Uh, Multiple I can see, plot lines? I can yeah. see why Tony Hawk didn't sign off on them using his name. Mm. Or any events from his actual life. No. Well, that's what but he says. But I like says. that they went by the skateboarding motif. Which was really cool. I mean, Tony Hawk doesn't seem to age, so it would make sense if he's stuck in his continuous live stream. Mm. Because he doesn't, he's, what, he? like 45 and he still skateboards, like, talking about never getting old. Oh, God, he doesn't age. He's a demigod. He's a demigod. The lightning made him a demigod. Maybe he's Satan. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's interesting, because Wicked 2... Electric Boogaloo. Might actually have some answers. Yeah, well... Next week on The Flaming Cochrane's. <laughs> We uncover all the things that we didn't already know. And some of the things we wished we hadn't already known. Why did we learn these new things? I don't know. What are we supposed we to do? We can't unlearn this stuff, Kieran. It's all very confusing. Stay tuned. <laughs>